let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Welcome into the podcast, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with Sean and myself here on Retirement Elevated. And we are going to talk about some media biases this week here on the program uh, because we've, well, certainly seen a lot of it for a while, Sean, but uh, the past Let's let's go with the past 10, 12 days ever since uh, some of the news with uh, the Fed around the housing bubble and so on and so forth has caused the market to be not happy. Oh, uh, 100%. It's been a little rough. How you doing, my friend? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Hanging in there. Uh, sensationalism has never, never not leads the news, right? I mean, it's just, you know, it's always there. And and so the Dow dropping under 30 for the first time in a number of years, 30,000, because it's been up over, over that for a while now, pretty sensational headline, right? And, and you got to be careful with this stuff because it's, it's going to, it'll make you nervous. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's, you have to remember the, the news, the media, um, their whole job is to do what? It's to get viewers. It's to get ratings. It's yeah. to get people to watch or to read. Yeah, I think or to journalistic listen. integrity is not really a thing much anymore. Yeah, and, and when that happens, you know, if you read the headlines on Yahoo Finance or MSN or wherever, you know, CBS or CNN or wherever, it, it's all there's no positivity when it comes to. It. So it's creating this this angst and fear around the the markets. You know, oh, the Fed raised rates 75 basis points, which, yeah, that's going to cause some short-term emotion, some pain. You know, we're seeing mortgage rates increase, and there are some fundamental issues that are going on. Right. For sure. It's a real thing. It's just that the sensationalism can make people nervous. Exactly. And so it it just leads to the, the talking heads on the TV or radio to, to be overdramatic about, yeah, yeah. about what's happening. Yeah. Well, okay, so I've been having a couple conversations, and, and I'll just use some real-worldism here, Sean, because I think that helps people. Um, my brother's 64. He's planning to retire next uh, May, okay? So okay. less than a year. I'm 51. So his reaction to the, to the Dow and you know, the, the, the market being down is different than mine because his time horizon is right around the corner, right? So it's right. it's much scarier to him, even though it's it's still longer term money, right? Right. Some of the money he's going to be retired, God willing, right? Twenty years. So it's it's yes, it's bad right this minute, and he sees that his nest egg looks like it's it's, it's falling a bit. But it's like, hey, try not to panic because it's also that's some of your that's your future money as well. A lot of that should be your later bucket. Right, and don't and don't make knee jerk reactions to short term issues. Right. Exactly. Right? You know, we see. There's a lot, and, and I, I tend to be a little bit calmer in, in markets mm-hmm. like this. Okay. Um, just, I've been around 20 years. I've gone through the 08 right. recession, the 2002. Right. But, uh, you know, the, the thing to remember when it comes to recession, you know, air quotes or, or concerns when it comes to the market, if you have laid out a clearly defined strategy that you understand how you're getting income out in retirement, or if you're close to retirement, you understand where it's going to come from and how it's going to come from or or how it's going to come in. That in a lot of cases by having clarity will alleviate a lot of the pressures and concerns and fears of the ups and downs of the market. Yep. And you know, I'm, I'm emotional just like anybody else. And I'm looking at my personal accounts and, and things where I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know, I'm starting to see some losses and I'm starting to see some, some things happen, but truth be told, I, I use a dividend strategy just like many of our clients do for my after-tax money. 
I'm just watching that those dividends continue to roll in and they're going discount shopping right now. So if we're not using our income, allow it to reinvest and buy yep. at a discount. If you are using your income, make sure the income is properly structured, whether it's through you know protected income sources or through dividends that are going to just going to continue to roll in. Yeah, and I get it, right? I mean, I kind of use that that story that because it's a real world, and and it's easy to get wrapped up and get scared, and that's what he does. Sometimes he has to just kind of take take a step back, you know, have a talking to, talks to his advisor, kind of gets yep. a re, you know, kind of just a reaffirm. Hey, man, I know it's just around the corner, but it's okay. Here's why, right? And, exactly. and that's and that's where you kind of get that in versus just the headlines. Um, so we'll move on from that for a minute. So we'll go into paid placement, uh, another place for media bias. You know, anymore everything it's so they're so good now. It's hard to tell what is a news article and what's actually a paid ad, and, oh. and that's the truth. That they're actually a lot of times articles are just paid ads, right? And people right. can't identify it. You know, and there's there's so much out there. You know, media companies are. are working with advisors or working with the media pundits or whatever it may be to get their stories out there and be the loudest, the noisiest, the, the ones that, that get their, their spot. And, you know, I, I was up the other night watching some finance air quotes finance show. That's a paid, that's a paid advertisement. Let's, let's be honest. It, right, it is, right. it is what it is. Um, you know, or, you know, the radio shows are, are paid advertisements. Yeah, there's there's probably some good information, just much Absolutely. like in the podcast. Like we're we're trying to give give information here, um, and hopefully the listeners enjoy the content that we give. But money usually gets better placement. So if, exactly. if an advisory firm or a media outlet or whatever it may be is trying to get a lot of stir with their article or content or show or whatever it may be, they're just going to pay more and get that better placement to get their messaging out. And Same it may be a good message to your point, but again, it may not be either. So you got to take that with a grain of salt just because it's like high ranking. Yeah. I get a lot of sources. Yeah. Look to see. I mean, if you're Googling something, look to see if it's a paid placement. You can see if it's an ad or, mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. Take the, the TV shows and the, the radio shows with a grain of salt, you know, in my opinion, but really spend time if you're if you're trying to get information get information from multiple sources and spend time cultivating a, a plan that's that's right yeah that, and that could become you know interview a lot of advisors interview two or three different advisors to understand their philosophies their viewpoints their the way they do things how they plan and find the right fit yeah, very true. Well, and to the point of the next one here, because it could be the wrong audience, right? So oftentimes, you know, you may hear something that's just intended for a different audience, but because it's so broadly marketed to or even just broadcast to a wide audience, you may not be able to recognize or, or even understand that it's just not ideally for you, but yet you kind of take it as it is, right? And then you end up with poor advice. Something that might be good for a, you know, a 35 or a 45-year-old is maybe not going to be the same good advice for a 55-year-old. Right. And you look at perfect example uh, is a Roth conversion. Okay. All right. You know, does does a Roth conversion make sense for that for that 65-year-old? Maybe. Maybe it makes sense to 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 strategically convert some money from traditional to Roth. It may make sense. But that's not the rule of thumb. Like I don't, we don't talk to every sixty-five year old and be like, "Man, you should go ahead and you should convert big chunks of your assets." That's more of a case by case than at that that's, age. That's okay. a case by case basis. But somebody like you know myself, in I'm forty-two. 
I'm looking at doing some Roth conversions this year. Probably more of a sure thing because of your age. Be- well, because of my age, because uh-huh. the the markets have pulled back mm-hmm. on some of my IRA investments, that it strategically makes sense to do a conversion now, while the the assets have depressed a little bit. Right. Than than waiting, and right? so it's not it's not necessarily a, a blank slate to say, hey, you're 35, do a Roth conversion. But if you're looking at the general numbers, is it probably makes more sense more times than not for someone younger because they've got more time uh, before they're getting to, to to a retirement, and then of course trying to be tax efficient because future tax rates are likely to be up. Exactly. Versus somebody who's 65, it could be there could be some number differences there where you want to look at that. It may not be a bad idea to do some of it, but maybe not as much of it. I get what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, again, wrong audience goes a long way uh, in in some of these things is it's just blanketed put out there, and therefore you could just be in the wrong audience. And then the final one in here, and hopefully we don't see this much anymore, but, I I mean, hey, people are people, um, and it could just be that kind of ax to grind. Well, I take that back. Right now in the the landscape of of our society, it seems like everybody's got an ax to grind about something. Um, it's probably mostly political, but still the financial does bleed into that some. So just be careful there as well, right? Because there could be just a negative experience or just a whatever that's driving um, the conversation versus it being, you know, truly like as a fiduciary, Sean, your, your job is to provide all the information and then recommend the things that are the best for the client. Whereas in a situation with media, they don't have to do that. If they've got an ax to grind, they can... They can actually do that. They can just go ahead and grind it. You know, most of the media, you know, like like the big shows, they're not licensed, so right, know, they, right. they can they can do whatever they can say what they want. <laughs> yeah. So if the Apple Store Genius Bar ticked them off the night before and they want to, you know, rank on the new iPhone, they could. Exactly. Or you know, there's you know Tesla, for example. You know, Tesla's polarizing good and bad because the the owner's polarizing, so it's causing this. Yeah. Okay. You know, and if somebody yeah. bought Twitter thinking, oh, man, I'm going to buy Twitter stock and Musk is buying them, they're going to take off, and then he pulls out. Well, now you're 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 upset and maybe you're a media head. And you, now I don't like I don't like the fact that they lost money on the Twitter purchase so, because Musk pulled out. Yeah, now they're so, going to yeah. trash Musk. Everything he owns is crap. Yeah, I got you. You know, and, and so when when you look at that, like, you know, there's you never know somebody's motives. You never know somebody's backstory where they've saved the only thing that you can do is is say, okay, here's here's what I'm trying to accomplish. What's the best way to do that? And AT and T or Apple or Verizon or whoever it may be is a fit. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Add them in. Yeah. And none of the stuff we're mentioning here is is a suggestion. It's simply just to kind of point out the fact that, uh, you know, if you're working with, again, a fiduciary, they're going to be looking at the best options all around holistically for your entire situation uh, versus, and I think that was a great point that I'm glad you brought up, where most of the big talking head shows, they're, they're not licensed. Even the people that used to maybe have a career in this, they're no longer licensed a lot of times because they've let it expire or whatever the case might be. So just bear that in mind, right? So media bias, it's certainly uh, evident everywhere we turn right now, whether it's uh, in print, whether it's online, whether it's on the television, whatever, or radio, whatever the case might be. Uh, And I do think that that's some of the beauty of, of, of why the podcast format you know, kind of started up, Sean, is that it, it gave people a chance to just talk a little bit more plainly and openly about some things. Uh, and I think when, if you want to look at it, just to, I mean, so many uh, business owners now use it as a form of, hey, this is who I am, you know, and, and that's kind of what we do with it, right? It's a chance for us to share information and education. And if 
then by getting to know you through that process, they feel like you're a good fit for them. Well, then great. But we're not selling anything. Right. You know, it's just, hey, if it, if it works for you, fantastic. Give us a call. I mean, my philosophies, my personality, my idiosyncrasies don't work for everybody. Sure. And that, that's okay. But it works for some people. And uh, we think that, you know, the way that we plan, we do a pretty good job. Uh, but you've got to find the fit that the person that best fits you. Yep, exactly. And, and best fits your personality and your idiosyncrasies and, and how you view financial planning. Yep. And I think that's why, you know, the podcasting format for so many, I mean, doctors, lawyers, so many people use it as a form of education and a way to get to know potential clients. So uh, again, just kind of bear in mind media and what it's intended to do. And uh, with that, that's our podcast this week. So if you got some questions, need some help, reach out to Sean if you'd like to. Uh, You can find them online at elevatemyretirement.com. That's elevatemyretirement.com. And consider subscribing to the podcast if you'd like to catch more shows as well. No cost obligation, obviously, to subscribe to a podcast. You just simply hit the, uh, I think, the heart button on most applications. So that's all you got to do. And if you need some more more help, like I said, just stop by the website, elevatemyretirement.com. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate you hanging out. All right. Thanks, man. No problem. I'll see you next time here on Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisors.